1: Today, no Gerard Powers, however, he does get a word in edgewise as he texts me for this very special interview that we had with Colts Director of College Scouting, Morocco Brown. Before we get started, I want you to know that our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds and NBA playoffs, fights, and even the next season's futures. Don't forget the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so go ahead, go to the website today, or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. bet online, where the game starts. I feel like we really helped ourselves over the past three days.
2: Uh, Added some guys we feel like can come in and really impact the roster, whether it's being a starter or just being quality depth to just layer the team. So, um, had a plan and things kind of fell our way and we feel good about it now that the draft is over. Uh, Any questions, just shoot. We'll get started here with Destin Adams.
0: Hi, Morocco. Thanks for the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of the with the next pick series. And one of those quotes going around is um, you don't see a player that size that good. Um, I was just curious Mm -hmm. if uh, that player that was being talked about was selected today and if his name may have been Jelani Woods.
2: Yes, totally. He's the epitome of that. And you will see um, once this guy hits the field, Just how much of a giant he is for his position um we already have mo Ali cox but i dare to say he's probably even taller and wider and have a having a bigger strike zone so you combine that with uh the unique skill set that he has because he's he's also an athlete like the guy can move uh the guy can separate and contort his body and make plays down the field uh above the rim over defender's head so yeah you're right he's a You don't see tight ends that big and you don't see guys that big moving like that.
1: Eric Larger.
0: Hi, Morocco. Uh, Thank you for the time. Uh, So you guys selected Curtis Brooks out of Cincinnati here in day three. Mm -hmm. Uh, Looking back at some of the numbers, he had some of the best win percentage rates of any of the interior defensive linemen in the whole class, whether that be a pass rush or defending against the run. Uh, Were you guys surprised at all at the fact that he fell all the way down, given the fact that he won so many reps?
2: Uh, In a sense, we were not because the draft, like the meat on the bone in this draft was starting in round three. And so, you know, with the COVID year and having the super seniors and super juniors, it kind of pushed everybody down. And so there was a lot of options and a lot of talent and he was kind of staring us in the face and, to your point to what you're saying, his skill set fits what we do. You know, we, we launch in the gaps and get up the field. And this guy's a, a, a big, strong athlete that can do that. So, you know, when you get in those lower rounds, when you get to that fifth, sixth, seventh round, you're looking for those traits. And he definitely had uh, that ability that you speak of. Lawrence Owen.
1: Oh, Morocco. Pleasure to meet you. Um, my question is more of a general uh, situation where, um, is there a difference in like, uh, uh, the way you focus or whatnot in general college scouting between like years one and two, when you're trying to build a team and say years five and six, when you're looking specifically for specific players, uh, to get the team over the top. Yeah. Good question, Lawrence.
2: Um, you know, when you, <clears throat> whenever you start out, you're just trying to, you're trying to lay the concrete and build a foundation. So there's critical factors in each player you're looking for, and you're trying to build an identity with the team. But now after five years headed into our sixth year here and kind of already having, you know, building that bottom layer. Now we want to start to add on, put some walls up, put some furniture and curtains in the house, so to speak. And I think you don't change your approach to the draft, but I do think you would, you change your approach as to what, what helps the team. Like, what you're looking to add on in those top three rounds in particular, because those are the players that are going to really impact your roster. You're going to look for those first three round guys to come in and within the first three years start and really you know, give you a guy that is a starter you can win with. So it changes in that sense of the, of the way we look at it, but not how we go about doing our job. We kind of stick to the same approach, try not to get cute and As you go, one thing you do realize is like we're sitting in there talking, even with eight picks, we're always looking at, okay, who does this guy beat out on the roster? And as you get better and better and stack the roster, you see that it's not easy for all those guys to make your team. And that's what you want. You want that uh, uh, culture of competition. And that's what we feel like we've created.
1: Thank you for watching Gerard Powers and I here on Believe in Colts, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Don't forget to smash that like button, hit subscribe if you're not subscribed, and tag that notification bell so that you're notified next time we upload a video or go live. And don't forget you can hit that little red share button. Help us out a lot with exposure and getting our stuff out to more fans. Now, let's get back to the video.
2: Michael Pevye. Hey, Morocco, is, uh, is Eric Johnson more like Starbucks coffee or hotel coffee? <laughs> Starbucks or hotel. <laughs> um, I'll say Starbucks, um, similar to Grover Stewart, actually. So I'm going to upgrade him to Starbucks. Um, D2 guy, raw, but powerful. You saw it where, I think he's at the NFL PA game and showed out. Uh, then got bumped up to the Senior Bowl, so did some great things. And I mean, a large man, six four, three hundred plus pounds, and the guy's an athlete, ran under four eight. So yeah, there's a to the Starbucks uh, <laughs> comment. There, there is a punch in there. And when you draft those guys with those traits, and you see that it's in their body to do it, and it's it's just hard to find big people who can move in general. Like you don't typically find guys like that uh, with that skill set. So. Yeah, there's a lot of unique in his body. We just need to be able to get it out. A few more here. Patrick? Yeah, Mr. Brown, appreciate your time. Um, When you guys decided to trade back that 42nd pick, was it more of a decision because the guy wasn't there that you guys were targeting? Or was the decision more based on getting more draft capital? The decision was really based on we had a cluster of players and a, a handful of players that we liked, and several of them were there. And so, in that case, you feel good about uh, getting one of the five or six guys that you targeted. And in our case, um, fortune fell our way, and we wound up, you know, getting several of those guys from that trade back. So, I think that was a strategy from the beginning, uh, as far as uh, the sweet spot of this draft being in the middle rounds. You know, it wasn't a top heavy. Uh, draft this year but you could get a lot of substance if you kick back um, and just stuck to your board and that's what our board told us that's how it was lined up and there was a lot of value a lot of quality players I'd say even from the bottom of that second round all the way down to the bottom of the fourth um, it was just a lot of options and that, that's what we we look for when we go in. Dustin Adams?
0: Um, Is there a pick in this class that comes close to your excitement for the Dio pick last season? Yeah, well, this year's –
2: I guess this year's guy that has such a high ceiling. We Look, we grade from floor to ceiling. The floor is the talent. The ceiling is your character. Uh, I think a guy who has a high floor – well, his floor may appear low, but it's already high. And then the ceiling is just, you know, through the clouds is Nick Cross. Um, young guy, only 20 years old, but you rarely find guys who are 6'1, 215 pounds, run a four-three, five, don't miss but three or four tackles during the course of the year. And then the guy's a one and a half year starter with six interceptions. So he's a unique talent. You don't see every day. You don't see people uh, in that body type and that body size running like that. And then he is multiple in how he plays the game. He can play up in the box. You know, he's big enough to take on and he's not get knocked around and worn out. And then he can play, you know, back in the hole, play center field and go run things down. So we liked his versatility, but we liked that there was some juice in the body that you don't always see uh, at a safety at that size. Go two more here. Derek Larger.
0: Yeah. So I think the common trend that all of us and many of the fans who are seeing the picks are seeing that most of these guys are very athletic. We're seeing the athletic scores come out and all of these guys rank really, really high. And that seemed to have been the common trend with all of these picks. Was that, was that an emphasis for you guys on how you wanted to approach this draft process? Or was that just something that just happened with the guys that you were picking?
2: Yeah, well we always say um the guy doesn't have to be a dominant player, but he has to have a dominant trait. So we're always gonna look for certain traits. There's certain criteria, there's certain skill sets that we're looking for, positional value. So we're always gonna look into, you know, what does he do? What does his game lean on when you know the rubber meets the road? And so that's just how we scout. Um like I said, each position is different, but there's, there's you have to have something to play on this level that's very unique. And it may not always be speed and size. It could be instincts. It could be, you know, something else. It could be hands to be able to catch the ball. Or, but, yes, we, we always look for that. I don't think that varies just because of this draft or any draft. Um, but I think there's a point where, um, obviously, you're looking for those dominant traits to line up with the production. It's not all traits and no production. You have to, you know, show that you can go in there and play a role for us and come in here and uh, we'll be able to utilize your skill set. But there's a there's a point where you say, if all things are even, I'm taking the trait. And and I think that's our philosophy. That's how Chris Ballard has always been. That's how he grew up in the game and learned, you know, football. And
1: uh, I think it works in our league.
2: we last one here, Lawrence Owen.
1: Hello. Uh, I just got sent this text by Gerard Powers, so I absolutely had to ask it. Um, (laughs) He he wants to know, um, what's the thought process that goes into looking and scouting college players uh, so that they fit the Colts' culture and scheme? Yeah, well, without spilling any secrets or anything,
2: uh, uh, there is a subset of things we look for from a personal football character standpoint. And um, we actually pour a lot of resources into that internally so that when we you know, cast a wide net and then shrink the net and bring it in in February and start to meet, um, we scrutinize that stuff heavily. So it's not just who you are on the field, it's who you are, the man behind the player. And we spend so much time, whether it's at the Senior Bowl the All-Star Games, we want to know uh, who's the person behind the player. So that's a major part of it. Uh, And then when we go out, we're looking for guys who fit what we do. And we always say, what's the vision for the player? How does he fit? And then what role, how will we utilize him? And then who does he beat out on the roster? So you want to get that specific so you don't just pick a guy and he comes in and you don't really have a place for him. And he may be a good player. He just may not fit the scheme that that you have set. So I think um, both of those things go hand in hand. And it's important to not only assess the player, but assess um, the player utilization and then to assess him as a person, too, just as an Indianapolis Colt. How is he going to integrate into our culture and in our, our community? Awesome! Thanks, Morocco. We appreciate your time. Oh, uh, you, Thank Thanks. you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, sir. All right, Thank you, keep, Morocco. Thank you so
1: much. It, I- and that's going to do it for today's. Quick little short that we had with Morocco Brown. I want to thank the Colts organization for setting this up. All the other uh, bloggers and YouTubers and, and things of that nature that cover the Indianapolis Colts that came and do this as well. And, of course, Morocco Brown. We will be back shortly this upcoming week to discuss the draft. Make sure you don't miss that episode. And on behalf of Gerard Powers and myself, this was...